0: Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 137 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and your money. I'm your host, Renny Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds what determines how close you are to complete financial choice and how to run your business without being in your business. And last week we had Jackie Bailey, the best-selling author of four books who is known as the international conversation coach for kids. Today we have as our guest, Jonathan Jay. Jonathan has been successfully buying and selling businesses for over 30 years a group of 48 acquisitions formed by Jonathan during the pandemic became the fourth largest group in the childcare sector in the United Kingdom. Jonathan is now passionate about sharing his life experience to help others successfully buy businesses through his consultancy company, Dealmakers. Jonathan, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me you're absolutely uh, welcome to be here. And so, you know, get an idea you buy and sell businesses and a little bit about why you do it, I guess, but give me a little bit more depth to that. Yeah, sure. So so uh, many years ago, in
1: the, in the 1990s, I had a publishing business.
0: Hmm.
1: And uh, on one particular day, I will never forget it, someone approached me and said that they wanted to buy the business. And I Never thought that was ever going to be possible, that I would sell this company. And I did the deal, and I sold the business, and I made more money the day I sold that business than I had in the previous two and a half years of owning and running the business. So to put that another way, I'd worked very, very hard, seven days a week for two and a half years, uh, and then I sold it, and I made more money than all that effort combined. And that opened my eyes to a different way of being in business because... Most people, when they're in business, they turn up at the office every day and they, they kind of do the same thing and they have good years and they have bad years and they're very optimistic and they say next year is always going to be better and quite often it isn't. But there's a different way of being in business, which is to become a trader of businesses. So you buy someone else's business, someone else's hard work, maybe you make some improvements and then you sell that to someone else and the uplift in value is yours. And that's a lot more fun and a lot easier than doing it all by yourself.
0: You betcha. One, you probably didn't know this, but I also had a book publishing company. I had it for about 10 years. And what I do with real estate is what you do with businesses. I would buy apartment buildings that were mismanaged and had deferred maintenance, turn them around, and we would sell them after a few years and made oodles of money from that yeah, so you take an asset that can be improved, you improve it, you sell it. Yes, and it can be very rewarding financially. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a
1: great sense of achievement as well. I see business owners who have maybe become a little jaded by business uh, start to realize that they can buy businesses and sell them. It adds a, a whole new aspect to the world of business. And I've seen people get into business. Instead of starting something from scratch, which is hard, headaching work that doesn't always prove successful, instead buying an established, profitable business uh, and and kind of hitting the ground running with a product, a service, marketing that works, staff, offices, and cash flow. They get cash flow from day one.
0: Yes, and they also have the customers from day one as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably aware that I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do supporting other people and how to handle money powerfully. Tell me about a cause or a charity that's important to you. Over the years, we
1: have raised money for Great Ormond Street Hospital, which is a mm. children uh, charity, and a very uh, well-known children's hospital in London that does some incredible work. More recently, I, I have a seven-year-old uh, daughter and uh, I put a lot of time and effort and uh, contribution to her school uh, and contribute to her school. It's a, it's a, a good school, a girls, a girls school here in, uh, in London. Does a, a lot of good work and I can see the very positive effects on my daughter.
0: Uh, th- well, I mean, those are two excellent causes. You're talking about healthcare, and you're talking about education. So thank you for that. It, do you have a specific target market? Or markets?
1: Uh, in, in terms of businesses that I would buy?
0: Yes. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, um, or, the cl- or I mean, you're talking about supporting people to buy businesses. Well, who are the people who are buying businesses? Are they? Uh,
1: that, that's, yeah. So, so 50% of my clients are in the UK and 50% are all around the world, a lot in, uh, in North America, Canada, and Australia. So English speaking mm-hmm. countries. And they come from all walks of life, all different backgrounds, um, all different ages. Um, We have people in their 20s. We have people in their 60s. We have everything in between. And uh, every single one of them has the same drive and ambition. And that is to create freedom by becoming financially free. And uh, the fastest way to do that typically is in business of some description. And the fastest way to be in business and to make money from business is to buy a business that's already making money rather than risking a startup where you can spend three years putting money in and get nothing back out at the end of it. So I've got clients who have businesses already that want to grow via acquisition. And I have clients who work for other people and want to get out of the rat race, get out the nine to five and do their own thing. And this is their route to that financial freedom.
0: Got it, okay. Well, that next question is a two-part question. It's to look back and tell me what was uh, your biggest, I use the word failure and some people actually correct me and say, no, it it was a challenge, but tell me what was the biggest challenge or failure from your past and what insight did you gain from it and use?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. It's actually quite recent. (laughs) Uh, So um, during the pandemic, I bought 48 uh, businesses. I had five in that sector already. So making um, 53 uh, distinct uh, businesses. And it was a, a, an incredible success story of, of, of acquisition. We did some amazing deals. We moved faster than anyone else. All of our competitors were private equity backed. We didn't even have a bank overdraft. Mm. So we did it using the techniques that I teach other people. Um, but I, I got very involved. And I'm, I'm someone who likes to get involved. But when you've got 40... 48 plus the five plates that you're spinning. You know, the people who spin the plates. And if you don't spin this plate over here enough, this plate starts to wobble. Uh, And I was driving all around the UK, uh, keeping the the plates spinning. And the stress started to build up and and it, it, it built up over a number of years. And then I was getting stomach pains that were so awful that I went to my doctor. And I'm one of those guys that doesn't really ever go to the doctor. Unless it's really, really serious. So I went to the doctor. The doctor immediately put me into hospital for a colonoscopy, which is not the most um, enjoyable uh, procedure. Uh, But they didn't discover anything. They couldn't find anything physically that was wrong, despite the fact I couldn't stand up straight. I mean, I was in agony. And the conclusion was that it was stress. And my father had a heart attack around the same age that I am Mm, now. So, I'm very sensitive uh, about this. And I, I said, I've got a seven year old daughter, so I've got a, a lot to live for. And I had to make a decision uh, do I continue with this business that really is causing me physical harm um, and mental harm, I suppose? Or, or do I say, you know, I, I did my bit, I did the acquisitions, now I'll back out and let other people run it. And that's exactly the choice that I made. So my business partner, I had a business partner in this business. She took over everything and I wished her luck. Um, and then I could sort of uh, uh, not look at emails all day long, not have my phone in my hand all day long, spend some time with my daughter and actually enjoy life a little more. So so in, in some ways, it was a, a, a huge success. You know, I, I built the fourth largest group in the uh, in the UK in, in, in um in in about two and a half years. Uh, In other ways, though, uh, I discovered that I'm not as resilient as I thought I was. And I thought I was bulletproof and nothing could ever get to me. But no, I now understand and know my strengths and my weaknesses.
0: Beautiful. And one of the things that I learned from a similar experience when I had a level of stress that took me to the hospital and found out there was no physical ailment Okay. And what I walked away from that experience with is that you can tell yourself whatever it is you want. However, your body will not lie to you. Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. And I remember one morning getting out of bed and, and holding onto the wall. I was in a hotel and I'm holding onto the hotel and I was holding onto the wall and I was thinking, I am going to collapse. I, this is like, and then I'm thinking, if I collapse here, when is someone going to find me? Yeah. And I, I thought, this, this, is, this is not what I should be thinking. No business is worth that. So part of my um, educational program now is not just buying businesses. It's how to establish that management team so that you don't get hit with all the day-to-day stuff that really causes the stress. And also how to deal with everything emotionally. I didn't sleep well for years. I was taking sleeping tablets every single night. I ended up going to see a therapist, which was wonderful. It was just so good to get all this off my chest. I concluded that you know I, I'm pretty good at buying businesses. I'm generally pretty good at selling businesses. But the bit in between, I don't really like that so much.
0: And it's funny as I'm listening to you, it reminds me, of a quote that I created that I use over and over again. And it doesn't matter if you're building a business or we're talking relationships or creating wealth. But the quote is wealth creation is a team sport, not a solo sport. And it sounds like a part of your discovery was that because you had your business partner step in and that allowed for a better lifestyle. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're and seventy-five staff,
1: and that you know, anyone who's had a lot of staff working for them, yeah, you know, understands the pain I was go- I was going through. And yeah, I was living sort of several hundred miles from these locations, so I was always a little bit distant, and it was just um, yeah, you know, distant yeah, you know, physically, but yeah, mentally very involved. So, yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. and so I decided I was going to take a year off and then do something new, and I'm already planning the, uh, the, next, the next venture.
0: Well, okay, two more questions. One of them is, is there a valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will further uh, allow them to connect with you and learn more about buying and selling businesses?
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely, my YouTube channel. So there's about 200 videos. Just go to the Jonathan J YouTube channel at The Dealmakers if you want to find it quickly at The Dealmakers. You'll find hundreds of videos all about buying a business. And what I haven't mentioned is my speciality is showing people how to buy a business without risking their own cash. So you can you know, have an income, a job, a salary, for you know, a wage, um, and you might think you need millions in the bank to buy a business. You don't. You really don't. So I've got people who started off unemployed and less than a year later, I'm thinking of one person in particular, owns a $10 million a year annual revenue business in one year from zero to $10 million a year. And he didn't put any of his own money into the deal because he didn't have any of his own money to put into the deal. So anyone can do this.
0: Fabulous. Please email that link to me. And the last question is, is there a question I should have asked you that would give additional great value to those who are listening? And I'm going uh, to guess the question <laughs> is, I mean, I, I realized it sounds like it would be, well, can anyone buy a business?
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking on similar lines. Um, you, you might think my answer is going to be yes, uh, because um, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, yes, anyone can buy a yeah, business. You just
0: gave an example uh, of someone who was unemployed. Yes.
1: Yeah. But I tell you what you have to have, you have to have some ambition, ambition, you yeah. have to be ambitious, because if you just want everything to stay the same, well, yeah, yeah. And, and you've also got to be prepared to change. I always say that buying a business is not actually about buying a business it's about the person you become in the process of buying a business you become more resilient, you become more professional, you become more expert, you learn a new skill set, you discover you can do something you never thought you could do. And I have seen people's lives change as a result of buying a business, not just because of the business, but because the person they need to become.
0: That makes sense. So if someone is able to realize the transformation and willing to take that on, Yes, they can buy a business. Absolutely. Thank you for being on the Wealth on Any Income show. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome. And to all of those who are listening, if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free Nine step roadmap to complete financial choice and philanthropy, and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or your money. And I would suggest checking out some of those videos that Jonathan spoke about. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose. To my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we'll have Anka Herman, who went from a sewing business to a technology coach for online entrepreneurs. You can listen to The Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.